Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style, and you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play. When you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Tifo and Luby, Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby Lubitz here on Believe. And it's always a pleasure to get a chance to speak with this gentleman. Of course, uh, you can hear him on I Am Rappaport and you've seen him in movies. I remember, what was it? Uh, it was a movie a long, long time ago. I remember watching it one afternoon. I was thinking, man, this guy is great. It was Michael Rappaport. And uh, he, he joins us here on the program. Uh, also a well-known comedian and a giant Nick fan. Uh, Michael, good to have you on the program. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. How you guys doing down there? We're doing great, although we're wrestling with a lot of questions, especially since there's such a tie-in uh, with South Florida and the Big Apple. And uh, you are a very prominent figure uh, with uh, Nick Basketball uh, there in, in the good seats uh, down there, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, some, some of the big shots and uh, very passionate about it. Uh, so, so the question is, Better chance of acquiring either Donovan Mitchell or Joni Mitchell for the New York Knicks. Who do you think has more of a chance of being in a Nick uniform next year? That's a good question, man. I think Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I have to say, I have to say Donovan Mitchell. Uh, normally, I wouldn't say that, um, but but you know, as much as I would love to have Joni on the squad, you know, I, I, you know a strong shooter, defender, yeah. obviously um, brings a lot to the table. Um, I, I would have to say at this point, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell, even though the Knicks will screw things up. But I wouldn't be surprised if he somehow winds up, winds up in Miami, too. But but I think Miami should stick with stick with the, their guys. You know, they made it far last year. Um, and, I, and, and, you know, everybody, you know, you have to respect the Miami Heat, whether you love them or hate them. Or they continue to just, you know, they continue to just, you know, come at you. Uh, but I have to say Donovan over Joni. Joni was all left, uh, from my understanding, also, which, uh, you know, could be a problem. I mean, the NBA guys uh, with the sabermetrics, they pick up on that. So <laughs> she, she shot up the wrong foot going to the right side. <laughs> Michael uh, Rappaport with us here. And uh, while we're on it, I guess, uh, you know, the subject of New York basketball, uh, uh, have we seen? I mean, there obviously have been bigger messes in the history of the world, but uh, have you seen a bigger mess than the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, were and, and now have become where it looked like they were going to be a dynasty with a big three that was going to be intact for several seasons, winning championships, and uh, now all of a sudden they have nobody, and uh, or at least nobody that wants to be there except for Kyrie, who uh, you know nobody's figured out what planet th this guy was living on. I, I think he's with Daryl Dawkins uh, on some form of Lovetron. No, I mean what what kind of you know oddball situation is that? I uh, I agree. I mean, they 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 have imploded. You know, this morning I heard that the Boston Celtics made an offer with yep. a Jalen Brown package um, to the Celtics 
which would be, you know, apropos for Kevin Durant to, you know, insert himself into another great team on the verge of a championship and, uh, you know, uh, you know, piggyback and, and ring chase. Um, you know, it, it, who knows, man? I'm glad that that happened. You know, I, you know, the, these contrived big threes have ruined basketball. I never considered the Boston Celtics a big three that contrived because they weren't in their prime. But what your guys did down there in Miami, the LeBron, D-Wade, Chris Bosh days, as much fun as were to, to love and hate those teams, you know, I think it really set a trend that, that, I, that I don't think is good uh, uh, for the league. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. NBA is always fun. NBA action is always fun. NFL's on the verge. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you can't – you can't contrive greatness and you can't contrive, um, you know, symmetry and teamwork. Michael Rappaport with us here. Uh, the podcast, I am Rappaport, uh, released uh, every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, and it's the uh, stereo podcast. Uh, and I would imagine uh, just brilliant uh, rain reviews about it. Quick thought. Uh, I would also think, uh, Michael, that you're a, a huge New York fan in general. And, uh, you know, I, I noticed this, uh, there was a lot of lather going, uh, in the direction of Beantown, uh, because, uh, people from New York don't like it, that, that David Ortiz is so, uh, worshiped. He goes into the hall of fame. Should there be not an asterisk, but a syringe, uh, <laughs> somehow emblazoned on the plaque, uh, when, uh, he's ultimately, you know, put there in, in perpetuity. Well, there's going to be a lot of people with syringes. Um, yeah. you know, A-Rod will get in there. Uh, he, he needs a syringe. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of people that are going to need, uh, have syringes, you know, big poppy, you, you know, you gotta love him. You know, everything he brought to Boston, even though I couldn't stand him as a player, you know, we sort of put our swords down, uh, when they retire. So, you know, he deserves to be in there. Like I said, you know, uh, uh there's going to be a bunch of them that, that get in there with uh, the syringe asterisk. Um, uh, but it, it's somebody as I loved it much to hate, he's definitely a personality that, you know, he seems like a good guy and the way he supported Boston when they went through the crisis with the Boston marathon, uh, uh, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta really uh, tip your hat. To him. All right. I, I know you have to run Michael, but, um, anything special coming up on the podcast that uh, we should pay attention to? Um, just a lot of disruption, a lot of trash talk and a lot of sports. Um, I am Rappaport stereo podcast is available. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, um, you know, I'm proud of the podcast. We're almost at a thousand episodes and I'm really excited to be on iHeart. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, making another trip down to Florida before the summer's over, but, uh, nice. everybody should just enjoy the, the rest of the summer and, uh, you know, have a, a great, healthy rest of 2022 and check out the I am Rappaport stereo podcast. Uh, like I said, wherever you get them. All right. We'll do. Hey, thanks so man. much thanks, for joining man. us. It's always a pleasure. We'll uh, hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. I'd be well. Michael Rappaport, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with us here. Nick fans, I see uh, New York fans uh, do believe that they have a sense of entitlement to virtually everybody. They're still saying that they're going to get Juan Soto with either probably not the Yankees, but uh, possibly the Mets. Steve Cohen with the uh, kind of uh, financial largesse to make that happen. That was one of the things uh, the new owner of the Mets, or relatively new owner, I guess he bought the team, year ago and went through last season and realized, hey, this Rojas guy ain't going to cut him, man. Get me Buck on the phone. Buck. Exactly. Who is the answer to uh, all managerial woes, uh, apparently, and uh, is having himself a blast 
uh, with the Mets, who uh, won again last night. They get the ground back pretty soon, maybe. Uh, you know, and the question with, with Jacob DeGrom, uh, Louie, as you know, uh, is not when is he making his first start, but once he makes his first start, when will he make his second start? Exactly. Which I, I'm laughing at it, but uh, it's unfortunate that this guy is uh, always hurt and uh, just uh, incredible and hasn't pitched at, at all this season. Uh, was scheduled to maybe get back into the rotation right after the All-Star break and uh, part of this uh, Subway series that's coming up. But uh, nonetheless... Um, you know, hasn't been able to make it back yet. If he does, I mean, and, and he's any kind of uh, replica or uh, representative facsimile of uh, what he's been in the past, then the Mets are in pretty good shape, no? Because they have to hold off the yeah. Bravos, who we know uh, for some reason are just uh, ultra tough in, in these spots, the uh, Braves, who got bludgeoned uh, yesterday. But, uh, wow, yeah, a good time in, in New York sports, no question. But they, they do have a sense of entitlement, don't they, Luby? Uh, the oh, New York 100%. fans, I mean, we, we sense it here. You know, where, uh, you know, any guy that becomes available, all of a sudden, uh, they lay claim to him. And Donovan Mitchell would be in that same vein as, uh, you know, almost everybody that writes about and talks about or uh, roots for the New York Knicks figures that that's going to be his next destination. Yeah, well, I mean, he's still... At what cost? Mostly a bunch of other teams have gotten involved. The Hawks, um, some other teams, and they've put interesting trades together. The Knicks are supposedly the... Uh, Frontrunner still because they have like eight first round picks over the next I think two years or two or three years, and they're willing to part with them. They put these picks together to try and get a star. Um, so I I don't think they've wanted to go as high as seven or eight, which was supposedly the Jazz want, which is unheard of. But they definitely are still in the ring, and they still lead for Donovan Mitchell. And the one that's interesting to me is Durant and the Celtics. I I don't know. I don't know what the Nets are going to actually accept because they supposedly want Brown, Smart, Picks. They want everything. And Durant's 34, and he's had knee and back issues. And now this would be, this is the third straight team, that he was sort of disgruntled. I mean, because he left the Thunder even though they went far. And then he left the, the Warriors, and now he wants to leave the Nets. Like, he he's not Irving, but he doesn't seem like he's a guy that breeds cohesion so to give up all that to add him, that's my problem with the Heat. Like, I actually give Rob Board a lot of credit for saying that. It's it's almost where I am with the Heat is I'd like to get Mitchell. I'd like to get Durant. But this team was really close to getting to the finals and had a ton of injury issues. And if these guys can take it seriously, which were – look, Kyle Lowry's working out harder than he has really his entire career. Jimmy Butler, if anyone's going to hold on to a missed shot and it's going to motivate them, it's going to be Jimmy Butler. And Bam Adebayo is doing every basketball tournament he can. Like, if you're the Miami Heat and you were that close – why can't, and there, Tyler Hero was really agitated that he has not been able to make it to a starter status. What, if you give up a ton for Mitchell or Durant, are you better? So to me, I, I, these teams want so much. It's like, okay, yeah, you're adding a superstar, but you're losing everything else. It's kind of like the housing market. Uh, the teams that uh, already got paid here, or, exactly. or maybe uh, exactly. cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, in these mega deals, uh, you know, they made up. But I, you know, I, I always think of this uh, like the old uh, ticket scalper. And when, when are you buying tickets off scalper? Uh, early when you get to the parking lot? No, you're waiting until you hear. And uh, deep to receive for the Raiders, and you're thinking, oh, good, they're about to kick this off. Hey, yo, I'll take those two tickets here. I got eight bucks for you. Oh, yeah? Okay, once the game starts, uh, you can uh, take those and shove them up your ass, basically. Exactly. Uh, you know, so so why not? I mean, well, why would a team go ahead and, and capitulate unless they were just desperate and figure that, uh, you know, in, in Pat Riley's case, we've seen him make moves like this where uh, he goes ahead and uh, unloads everything for Durant. 
but uh, Durant, as you said, Louis is uh, somewhat high risk. Although, uh, you know, as disgruntled as he may eventually become with teams, and even if he's disgruntled while he's on these teams, he at least plays his eyeballs He'll out. Play. And yes. uh, it delivers a very consistent uh, high-level performance uh, at the very you know, top, top five, top 10 uh, players in the league type of level, even at 34 years old. Uh, Baseball Hall of Fame uh, ceremonies. Uh, Gil Hodges gets in there. That that was a sentiment for a lot of New Yorkers forever. And um, a lot of people around Major League Baseball like Gil Hodges. Of course, uh, he won a World Series with the Mets, but was a very, very successful player. I mean, uh, you you would have to say maybe a borderline Hall of Famer, but uh, who's the guy that's in there? Is it Harold Reynolds? Yes. Yeah. No, Harold, Baines, I mean, uh, Harold Baines, Harold, Harold Baines, Baines, Harold the Baines, the Orioles yeah. guy, yeah, Harold Baines. Reynolds may as well be in there, too. I mean, uh, the way that they were uh, doling out Hall of Fame uh, inclusion and, and inductions. Uh, the Big Poppy thing yesterday was kind of interesting because uh, uh, immediately, and I don't know if there was this uh, propaganda that was brought forward by Yankee fans, all of a sudden they, like, released Hillary's emails. Yeah, exactly. The Trumpster admitted that, uh, hey, you know what? I know I lost the election. I was just, uh, you know, trying to see if I could, uh, you know, get a little rise out of the crowd there that day. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all, all of a sudden, everybody's got evidence that Big Poppy was a juicer. Well, duh. What do you mean? The professor yeah. talks about it all the time. It's, it is funny that we, we hold quiet to these things until Selective, someone gets pissed. Uh, you know, <laughs> adjudication of guilt. Yeah. It is funny that, like, we wait for someone to get pissed, and then all of a sudden... Oh, look, <laughs> it's like it was already yeah. there. Like Ken's talked about this. Our buddy, the professor that you can hear every Friday on our morning show, give do his big board top five and also do college football plays in the college football season. Like he's been on this big poppy steroid thing for years. And the fact that all these other steroid guys get a lot of guff, but for some reason, David Ortiz, because he smiles, look, it was like Sosa for a long time. He smiles oh, he's a well lot liked, no doubt. and he's yeah. beloved. And that's cool. No one's saying you have to hate him as a human. But pick either slam A-Rod and slam Ortiz or say, look, A-Rod was a piece of work, but he was great. And Ortiz was a really cool dude. And he was great. Like, you, they want to pick and choose. Like, Barry Bonds is not a Hall of Famer, but Ortiz is. Both clearly use steroids, clearly. Like, in their performance yeah. and in their physical Randy Ramirez, look. same thing. I mean, yeah. Uh, were, were they granted some form of immunity or I, I uh, anonymity, know. Uh, you know, in, in these uh, reports that were being done uh, early on in baseball where there was evidence uh, of David Ortiz, uh, you know, actually being a steroid user and failing uh, steroid Well, tests. that was the thing. I think he didn't fail one. Did Ortiz fail one officially? Like, I think Ortiz was in the report. Somehow, they, they, it was part of the evidence uh, that they had in this report, but I thought that there was yes. some, some ridiculous immunity that was granted to players if they actually admitted it and or, you know, somehow it came out that they were not allowed to have their names released. Yeah, or something like that. And, and, they yeah. weren't spo- it wasn't supposed to go public. Some cockamamie thing that yeah, made yeah, it yeah. useless. Yeah, the entire <laughs> exactly. report. Exactly. Like, they weren't supposed to be known. It wasn't <laughs> Meanwhile, supposed they're to be keeping released. old Pete out of there. I mean, Pete, you bet on a few ball games. Come on. Oh, yeah. So what if he left Pedro Bourbon in there while his arm was hanging <laughs> to the ground like a orangutan? And, uh, you know, he, he couldn't throw the ball, uh, you know, over 40 miles an hour. But uh, nonetheless, he came into the game to help Pete, you know, get an over when his team was up 12-1. Exactly. All of a sudden, he's removing the guy that just struck out the last two guys in the face. <laughs> hey, Pete, grab a ball. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I need six more runs here to cover the over here. Otherwise, these uh, guys are going to come and they're going to be a pain in the ass. It's not going to be pretty when they meet me outside the ballpark in the player's parking lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, that Pete was a degenerate is uh, certainly not debatable. Uh, I remember having a zillion debates about this in the, 
the uh, golden era of sports talk, Michael Luby Lubitz, uh, you know, is Pete Rose, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? It would come up every year. Yep, 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 yep. And the answer is obviously yes. Uh, Pete Rose is a ball player and belongs in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, even as uh, a non-repentant, degenerate, sicko gambler, still belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. Now, you know, the fact that he alienated everybody forever by lying about it, and, you know, we've said this many times, people don't like being lied to. That's it. They, they feel betrayed, you know, by, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, it'd be, you know, you, you find out something about your favorite player that, that you really just don't want to believe. It seems inconceivable but that Papa Joe knew about this stuff yes. that was going on with Sandusky. Yep. I don't want to believe it because I like Papa yeah, Joe. Yeah. Everybody did. Yep. But I mean, look, is that enough to condemn a guy's entire career? Yeah. In that yes. case, it certainly yes. was. It, it should. Disgrace. And, and that's the thing is. We, if a guy says he's sorry, like Andy Pettit and Giambi said, oh, shucks, and people love them. Yeah. And Clemens and Bond said, what's steroids? You know, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong you know, lied. He was ruined a lying, lives. piece of crap forever. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it was what finally alienated people. Otherwise, they wouldn't have given a shit because who cares who wins a Tour de France? Exactly. But the reality- Some Dutchman just won this thing, uh, you know, like the first guy ever. Who the hell is he? I don't know. Does anybody talk about this anymore? <laughs> If it wasn't for the John Tesh music, uh, you wouldn't even remember that the event existed. Exactly. So but that's my thing is, it's like, is that fair? Probably not. No, our perception of you shouldn't change if you were great or not. Like, if you hate Pete Roy's fine, and he broke the rules so he shouldn't be involved in baseball, fine. But why does that mean he is or isn't in the Hall of Fame? Like, everyone's not a sweetheart, in the, especially in baseball. There's a long list of guys yeah. that are pieces of work that well, are in. Becomes more complicated when you you have guys that you had proof that they were using performance enhancing drugs. You're keeping some guys out. And and then, you know, 33 years later, I believe it is. It's either 33 or 35 years that Pete's been banned from the game. Stupid. And uh, this was uh, done by uh, what? what? Giamatti. Yep. uh, You know, a week before he croaked. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think. I, I believe this, and I don't know if there's any evidence of it. Uh, you would think somebody would have found this out by now if it was true, uh, Luby. But um, I, I thought that maybe Pete Rose and, and Bart Giamatti had some kind it's of deal, deal where, right? okay, you're, you're going to sit out a year, and then we're going to revisit this, and, and you'll be reinstated. Okay? But he checked out, and, and then Faye Vincent became the commissioner of baseball, and he thought Pete was an asshole. So, uh, you know. The thing stuck, and and it's stuck ever since. Yep. Which uh, you know, man for man, just uh, you know, turned it down. So stupid. And said, you know, it was in 2015 where Pete impli- applied for a reinstatement to me. I mean, after how many years? For God's sake, they they used to have Manson go to parole hearings. Exactly. They considered letting him out. <laughs> Manson. Exactly. If one of those guys fell asleep and the gavel actually went down on the wrong side, uh, you know, uh, all of a sudden he, he's out. Well, he's rehabilitated. He, he doesn't speak about devil worship anymore. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, for Pete's indiscretion, especially since the game is immersed and, and completely entwined uh, with all gambling entities at this point, um, you know, it, you would think that Pete would be the ambassador for the game at, at this stage and a good one, Right. He was always in those uh, commercials, too, where he wasn't around to wear the logo, you know, and uh, he was in some nondescript, ugly-looking cap, looked like he bought it at a gas station. You know, one of those uh, camouflage hats. And you're like, uh, this is Pete Rose, man. I mean, uh, Mr. Uh, Big Red Machine, give me a break. Um, Anyway, uh, so that's always interesting, uh, that Major League Baseball would take such a harsh stand on this man that uh, 30-some-odd years later, 
And, and and who cares if he's a sick degenerate today? I would imagine he's still betting his brains out on virtually everything, yeah, right? Why else is he hiding in a closet somewhere at, at uh, some Las Vegas uh, gift shop at Caesars uh, shops, uh, signing autographs? Uh, you know, and uh, you, you you go behind there to see if there's a dressing room back there. You move a couple of things off the rack, and uh, you're thinking, "Whoa, it's Pete fucking Rose." <laughs> 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 and he's in there with like Dick Butkus signing autographs. <laughs> no, what happened all the time? It's a shame he should be reduced to that. He should be wearing the Hall of Fame jacket and uh, you know out there on his own, making all the money he wants, so he could plunge away on the horses, maybe even buy a few and give them to Bob Baffert to ro- you know train for him. <laughs> right? That would be appropriate, wouldn't it? Honestly, Baffert, just go all in. They've gone, they've gone so in when it comes to gambling, but to still have the Pete Rose thing, like let him be like a face of baseball. Pete should be worshipped. <laughs> like let him be a face of. He was into this stuff before it was even in vogue. <laughs> like, let he was him... a pioneer. He wasn't a criminal. <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? All right. Thanks to uh, Michael Rappaport for joining us here on the show. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, th- those are limited. Uh, you know, time frames that we have with these people. Yes, and. We were only like two questions into it, and I'm looking going, oh, shit. But we still have to promote this podcast. Otherwise, the guy's going to think, what a bunch of jerks. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we've only asked two questions. So, uh, but but it's always fun. And I would imagine his podcast is very good. We thank him for being a guest here on After Hours with Tifo and Luby. You can catch us on South Florida Live. Uh, Luby, uh, you know, it's uh, been great. And uh, all of these shows are up there archived that we do. And in addition Our to shows, going yeah. live. Our morning shows wow. on the YouTube okay. channel. Just look up South Florida Live. We're right there. The Defoe Show right, with Luby. Yeah, you'll enjoy that, uh, people, I hope, uh, if you like After Hours. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in here on Believe. And uh, from Mike Luby Lubitz, uh, it's going to be a great week, everybody, we hope. And uh, even if you're facing just enormous adversity and uh, negativity, just keep in mind, I mean, it, it could all be okay as long as you realize you've got to believe. These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup, all you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar, and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.